Welcome to the Tell Em Sus podcast show. This is the space where real people have real conversations and raw truths. We give tips, tactics, and tools. Let's see who's at the table. Well, hello everyone once again look i'm already tongue-tied i'm just excited listen i cannot wait for you to hear this amazing amazing human as i like to call them this amazing woman who is sitting with us at the table you all are about to be abundantly above and beyond blessed i know you are and it's our very own natasha ellington we like to call her tasha and she is a native from kansas city so before y'all start chiming in dming me y'all already know i'm about to pull up in my city because i put on for my city i love my city so let me just introduce just a little bit she is the owner of cafe joelle and she is an absolute amazing chef. So she's not only the owner, she is also a chef. I wanna make sure I say that once again. She does so many multiple things for um, nonprofit organizations. She operates in the inner city of Kansas City, which also does my heart good. So not only does she do things where she gets paid, she also donates her time, her skills and her services, mentoring black and brown youth by teaching them food well and culinary skills. She is the co-owner of Lovely Little Lyrics. LLC is a book series that purposely directs its content to inspire and encourage positive representation for Black and Brown children. I could go on with so many different things and I will have her bio so you all can read it. She's also a mental health first aid certified. Listen, I am too, Tasha. And um, she's trained in breath work. It's so funny because I did a counseling earlier and we actually did some breath work. And she is a big advocate for mental health among Black women. That is so, so powerful. So here's what I want to say as this amazing queen sits at our table. Not only is she a chef, she's an advocate for her community. She's a mover. She's a shaker. And you all are going to be blessed by our conversation on today, which is with our series, What's Cooking? Hello, queen, and welcome to the Tell Them So Show. Yay. Hi, thank you so much for having me. What an intro. Jeez, I'm you listen <laughs> thank you so much listen you are um well deserved you do great things thank you i want you to just um just talk to the people a little bit because there's people from all over the world that's just gonna chime in they may wake up in the middle of the night they're driving just tell a look tell a little bit about tasha Wow. Um, that's a lot. That's a, <laughs> that's, that's, a, a lot. that's a loaded question, isn't it? I, I am a, well, I'm a creative um, at heart, a philanthropist. Um, I love my people. Yeah. You know, I'm a wife uh, to a man in politics. Yeah, that's I am a journey. <laughs> a mother to all teens, preteens. And um, I'm just, I'm a hard worker. Yeah. That's really, that's it. Yeah, that's all, that, that's, that's not a just it. That's a lot. 
no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, you know, when we think about our own life, right. We say, Oh, all I do, or just a little bit of this, or we add the just to it. And Mm -hmm. and I'm going to tell you when we add the just to it, it seems minimum to us, but that's huge. That, that is huge. I'm just going to say, because people are no longer wanting to, to wife anymore. People don't want a parent anymore. And then dealing with someone that's in the public eye and doing different things that that is a lot. And I know, and anybody else listening, y'all can fight me if you want to. If you see somebody great in the front, you can best believe there is somebody powerful on the side. Yeah. Yeah. There's somebody powerful on the side. So I say, thank you for all that you do. And I know I did a little intro and it could never touch the surface of all of the stuff, but um, yeah, but thank you. Thank you so much. So we started this series. um, What's cooking because you know, Hey, I don't know about everybody else, but I absolutely love food. Thank you. I, I love food. for sure <laughs> yes I love food and um, I tell people I'm a big appetizer person and that's mm-hmm. because I remember going out to eat and it was a time where we financially just could not afford that yeah you know? and it's funny when I go places or even when I'm cooking now I cook myself an appetizer because right. I enjoy it yeah a little snack come on just a little bit just a little bit yeah, I enjoy so it fun too well I tell you Tasha I have had your cooking you have uh catered for us for several different events and your presentation your taste your level of excellence is is just absolutely amazing so let me ask you, you. how did you get into this space of cooking and catering how did you get here so I was um in high school I went to Passale and I was an art major and we had to have an art show in order to graduate so we go in the gallery we put up all of our things and I was more excited about what we were going to have to eat (laughs) than anything else so I made these little sandwiches with all the corners cut off and little desserts and appetizers yes and no one had ever done that in the history of the the shows before and my art teacher walked over to me she said you should become a chef I had no idea what I was going to do I was getting ready to be a nurse you know I was getting ready to go into the medical field I had studied Latin for four years and you know been in all these chemistry API I was I'm a creator you know I like to do that so yeah. I went to culinary. I applied for a JUCO that year and that's a wrap, you know? Wow. 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 So here you are, um, teenager, um, thinking you're supposed to go one way. And that's what right. happens to us. A lot of times yeah. we, um, we, we start moving in the direction that we think we're supposed to go or mm-hmm. what they say is going to make us money or the, the right. route that, I don't know, seems more convenient, but here you are something that they always say, if you find a passion or a problem, there's probably some portion of prosperity because you are the answer to it. So here you are, you were concerned about, um, what was going to be served and then you served it with excellence and somebody saw it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like I, I think about that and, and you said something really good in the beginning. You said, I am a creative. 
And I love that because I believe that people eat with their eyes first. Do you, do you believe that? I absolutely believe that. Oh my gosh. There's so many times that I'm tired and I go home and I just kind of throw things in the pot and my kids are like, what's this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, taste it. It's good. Just, yeah. it doesn't look right. Cause I'm tired. <laughs> yes. yes. So yes. that is so good. So you still, you still are an art major. You still major yes. in art. Yeah. Yes. And what's so funny is I'm also a nurturer at heart. And so going into the medical field, I was going to be a neonatal nurse Mm -hmm. and that's nurturing because I wanted to protect brown babies. Right. I always thought that that was necessary. Protect women, protect babies. Like and I'm doing that now. I just put that together. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what this is about. I told you it's real people, real conversation. It's some ahas, it's some truth. So listen, you all are getting the podcast and I'm telling you, we are live. We're in person, we're color. We, we can see each other and it's just an amazing time. So um, we this is not made up. This is not pre-done. This is actually us having real conversation. And so, you know, I want to talk about that for a minute because you said, I love that. And and, and I'm really, I'm like you, I'm pulling some stuff out of this because if we could take the time to allow people's passion to be processed over time, we would, we would be able to help our young ones a little more. Like for instance, if we Mm -hmm. see nurturing, we automatically want to put them in a place. If we see something artistic, we want to put them in the place. It's kind of like food. I think we have to let things kind of marinate a little bit so Mm -hmm. that the flavors can kind of, kind of become cohesive Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. it can, so it can have this final end state. And so that's what I, that's what I see in you. Like all of the, every recipe to be an amazing chef, to own a business and to, and to, help through the skills they had to marinate that that nurturing i'm still helping brown babies right you know i'm still creating the art part that that wakes up inside of me gets to show up through my Mm -hmm. food yeah 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 Yeah. i love that i love that so um you you i was reading in your bio and it said um you advocate basically for um women's mental what what does that mean what does what is that tell me a little bit about that so years ago I developed a private group um on Facebook called check-in mental health Mm. and I would I selected women that I knew personally who were struggling with just being a mom uh, being put out of their apartment with their children having house fires just even if it was temporary depression they were they were suffering from some type of anxiety or depression mm-hmm. myself included like I needed someone to talk to right and I created this room about 20 women maybe 30 well it started off at like 10 and then it grew to like 50 and then it went back down to 40 because I was cutting people out that wasn't 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 doing their thing right wasn't doing what they're supposed to do and we would just talk I would ask them hey it's check-in Monday how you feel sis how you feel of it you know, how, how are you today? 
Yeah. And then we created, I created what's called a buddy system. And because I knew a lot of these women's lives, like some women had exactly three children. They were both nurses. Like I paired them as buddies and you were responsible for your buddy. You call and check on them. You make sure they're okay outside of the group. You guys go hang out if you want to, you know, and just get to know each other. So that way you don't feel so alone, you know? Yeah. It's real. It's, it's, it's hard enough being a woman like the minute you're born all of the things belong to you everything belongs to you the minute you're born and to do it alone we I never thought in a million years I'd be the type of person you know when you're younger like I don't I don't mess with females I don't I don't deal with other women they're messy they're this or that right right but then as like in my 30s it started to click like I need a sister I need, I need my sisters. Come on. I need somebody who looks like me, who feels like I do, that I can just shoot the breeze with, you know, cry to, be vulnerable with. You got your husband, that that's your friends, but you need someone with the same parts. Yes. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, that understand. It's so funny that you said that because I'm I'm just listening to you and and my my I'm just getting all excited because. You, you making my baby leap with so many things that I am doing that I'm, that I'm implementing. So I have a program called um, Queens Forever Connection and it's a mentorship program and we connect and it was created because powerhouses need a space too. Like it's one, like you said, it's one thing to be a female uh, to be a woman a mom and so what I found out and I'm like you I needed that space where do the powerhouses go when you when you are moving and shaking when you are um making things happen when you are at level you know 10 and all those people stuff. are dropping off left and right and yeah when you're growing and everybody's staying stagnant mm-hmm. yes yes so we created that um a place that. for powerhouses I love to that be so much. yes yeah. and it, it's a safe place and right. it's a place where we don't have to shrink come yes. on somebody yes uh, i love that yes we do not have to shrink so i have to tell you some more um um, about that so now i wanted to uh talk about the catering um Mm -hmm. aspect we had a restaurant for 10 years and we used to cater and oh i remember catering these people just oh they don't want to pay for catering they just they want you to get them a a walmart tray everybody want 9.99 a plate and this and that and i'm like oh my goodness that's not how this works what would you say is one of your challenging things when it comes time when it, in, in dealing with catering? That's, that's a huge one. You know, my time costs. I'm a one woman show. I have to shop for it, prepare, plan, and, and do it day by day, pack it up, cook it, pack it up, load it, like loading it. Do you know how hard it is to load up food for 375 people plus plates and and silverware and then Mm -hmm. set it up clean it up serve it break it down reload it then take it all out again (laughs) yes (laughs) my neck and my back hurt (laughs) (laughs) my neck and my back (laughs) so so listen so this is what I'm hearing one of the challenges is you know people really compensating for the work because a lot of people think I'm just giving you money 
for the food I'm eating, but they to cook it. Right. But right. they don't, right. They don't think about the money for the cook, the prep, the thought, the work, yeah. the labor, yeah. like all of that yeah. comes in to play. Yes. It yes. Does. It's so much. Yeah. That's, it's a that's lot. good. It's time consuming, you know? Um, <laughs> I make a lot of lists. So I'm a list person. I, every, everything I, I have to write a special list for all my supplies, a special list for all my groceries, for all my accents, for all my, you know, everything has a list. Yeah. I go through them and I check them constantly. I wake up in the middle of the night and check them to make sure I'm on point. You know, they don't realize how much it, it not that it takes, but it consumes. You right. Know? Yes. Yes. And I just, when you want, I had a lady once tell me she wanted ham, greens, macaroni, she wanted 12, 13 different things, dressing, barbecue ribs, but her, for, for a hundred people. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she only had $200. Who what? $200. That's the tip. Yeah, ma'am. You might want to call Pizza Hut. You, might you can't even get that at Pizza Hut now. Church, church's chicken, something that ain't me. Pick somebody else. <laughs> yeah, that's that is wow. It, so I, I, it doesn't surprise me, you know. Mm -hmm. But what I have found out, even in the midst of those that that feel that way, it, don't you love though when you get those amazing people to say they pay whatever it I, is. I don't care what it is. This is what I want. Yeah. And I want your creative expertise. It is like, yes. it's like, oh, it, makes, it makes all that hard stuff. <laughs> this is what I'm doing it for. Yes. This I, is this it. Is, I remember why I do this. This is fun. Yes. Yeah. I remember that I get to not worry about all the extra and make you feel some kind of way. Mm -hmm. I get to feel and you get to feel my, the presentation through my food. Like right. you're, you're going to see the, when you taste it, you're going to understand this was sweatless in the aspect of, I loved what I was doing yeah. and enjoyable. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's yeah those, those clients make it worthwhile, you know? those clients and you don't have to hunt them down to pay their deposit and you don't have to <laughs> they're already ready they ready because they know what they want ready. yeah yeah I love it so now every uh great chef every great cook every um food lover has some type of inspiration um mm. where do you get your inspiration from um so I like to, people like to ask me what I like to cook. Do you have a favorite thing to cook? And I don't really, I don't really have a favorite thing. I like to cook all the things. I'm classically trained. You know, I've, I've had lots of mentors over the years. So I can do a, a world, go around the world type variety of menu items. Uh, but my favorite thing is to create unpalatable things for people and make them more palatable. Does that make sense? Ooh. So say you just dislike something to your core beets beets is popular when people do not like or blue cheese okay I, I, I like to problem solve so that's where I get my inspiration from so you don't like it I'm going to find a way that you'll eat this okay so you're inspired by the idea mm -hmm. to to recreate something or a thing that already exists. So what you, you're a transformer. I'm going to transform your mind 
into, yeah, I'm going to trans, you're, I'm going to transform your mind on how you thought about this. And now that's, wow, that's, that is, that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Then the you, I know you were able to hide good stuff for your kids. Then like, y'all don't want to eat yes. this. I'm about to hide it in yes. these mashed potatoes. <laughs> yes, they, delicious. You didn't yeah. know you was eating cauliflower, did you? <laughs> yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. So now I remember. Um, that's good because you says people always ask you what's your favorite thing to cook. Now, have you had an opportunity to travel? Um, anywhere outside like to um, to some different places to well see and that's something that's kind of on my list you know my things to do I've traveled but not to like learn and study like I want I want to go to the hole in hole in the walls in Italy or you know to the little old grandma that makes all the uh, empanadas in Brazil. You know, I just want to go to all these places and learn from those people. I haven't had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. I've had some interesting things in some places, but nothing that just sits on the top of my tongue. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that, no, that's good. That's good. Cause it kind of, it loses me into the question I was going to ask, is there a specific place that you do want? Like, I know there's various things, but is there anything that's like at the top of the list you want to go where you want to go visit? where you want to go see or is it just a variety of places there's so many places I like so many things I I said Brazil that's one um my kids are huge uh anime and Japanese Uh uh-huh uh kids so I would like to go to Tokyo Uh um Morocco is another one yeah Okay. Okay. Great. Great. I just told my husband, I want to do a food tour in Italy. Like I just want to, I just want to go in and out to all the different places. Cause I've been there, but I didn't go to like on a food tour where you can do the cooking classes and do all of the different stuff. So that I want to, I want to learn from the the old people. Yeah. No, (laughs) no, I got it. You want to go to the villages. I want want them to show me how to make the, yeah, I want to do that. (laughs) yes oh that's good so you need to find somebody in those places so that you can go because you know when we go just normally we they always send us to tourist places right we don't get a chance to go like to the homes and to and to visit and do do different things there's um I was trying to think of the tv show that's been on Netflix that everybody was watching that was so so good one of them is called uncorked it's about a Somalia and um his dad has a barbecue place, but he wants to go. But then the other one, I can't, it's at the top of my tongue and I can't think of it. Um, everybody was just talking about it because her husband was from Italy. Right. I watched it. I watched the whole thing, but okay. I can't think of it either. You cried the whole time, didn't you? It was just I so did. good. I was, oh my it, gosh. It was, it was so good. good. And it's so funny because everybody's looking it. at the whole movie. But my favorite part was when when he um, invited her to the restaurant and he cooked and for her. he watching her eat. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm like, ooh, that's sexy right there. I'm like, you know, forget some clothes and that. Ooh, wee. Me, please. Thank you. Let me see how you massage that steak and lay it out for me. <laughs> you can tell people that love food, right? So I'm like, ooh, that don't was threaten me. Things. I was watching and she was like, mm. he was yeah. like, Yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing and like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, I think that might've been my favorite part in the whole movie. Yeah. 
it's so funny it's so funny oh, but what is um, that? that's gonna drive me nuts i can't think of it but food mm-hmm. food is you know and that's why i came up with the series what's cooking like like i think we we pass by it but i know like you said in, in the brown community in the um african-american i mean it's not even that i know my puerto rican friends my, my i mean every body I know it's food like your culture may have a your culture may have a different dish but food has always been a part of celebration mm-hmm. it's been a part I mean it's just always been a part of everything mm-hmm. yeah well I was watching uh now I can't think of the name of it it's it's, a, it's another Netflix series uh-huh. and um it's about the African diaspora and how the high on the hog High on the hog. That's Thank it. Yeah. High on the hog. And they um, talked about, it, it just didn't occur to me how it translated. It's love, right? Food is love. It's If you didn't have nothing, if you didn't have anything as a slave, you had a hot meal, you felt like a king of your own home. Mm-hmm. So like it's care. It's, it's, it's how I express how I feel about you, right? Mm-hmm. I may not have anything, but I'll make you a, a casserole in a minute, you know? And it, that's how I, that's my love language. Yeah. Yeah. That's a love language. That's good. That's, that's good. grandma's love language. You know, that's, she makes some fresh rolls or hot baked cookies. And I love you. You're right, special. Right. 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 Feed your that's spirit. Good. Feed your soul. Yeah. That's good. It's a love language. We were laughing. I'm just laughing because that's why I love this podcast. We just have real conversation because, um, you know, my husband and I are both from Kansas city. So he grew up DJ, me a dancer. And so we find ourselves still like, like our like we'll be because kids are all grown now so we in the house I call him my late night DJ and my friend she was like that's your love language I said you know what it sure is like like that music for us like that's part of our that's part of our love language so it's, it's so amazing that you said food is also a love language I'm going to take the time to prepare something for you because I love you yeah I'm going to present this to you. That is, that's, that's really, really good. That's good. So I know um, when I watch the food TV uh, network and different things, we talked about something favorite to cook. Now I'm going to ask you this. Is there something like amazing you've tasted? Like it was it, like almost the best thing you tasted. I've tasted so many amazing things. <laughs> Give I, me one. Give me one. I uh, think of something amazing. Uh, so many. Well, I have all my chefs. All my friends are chefs, right? <gasps> you got all your friends are chefs? <laughs> it's like a league of black women chefs. Huh? It's like five or six of us. Oh, I got to meet with y'all. And honey, we go out to the restaurants and we order one of everything and a bottle of something and we just sit there eating and we split the bill we go home happy you know I, it's, I'm laughing because I watched this show it was um chefs in New York and mm-hmm. so of course on the New York circuit they work really 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 late and every Friday after they all finished with their work week mm-hmm. they would take turns at each other's restaurant and they would sit down and eat. It it, it would be like two in the morning, but yeah. they would sit down and eat. And I was just thinking, I said, how amazing is that to 
sit with some, I remember when we had our restaurant, um, I didn't get a chance to do it, but I was trying to set it up. We were going to go to the uh, fire station because I wanted to, to cook with the fire department because they're always cooking in there. And so when you said all my friends are chefs, I'm like, what? I'm like, how amazing is that? So that just happened not too long ago. You know, I wanted to, uh, I started this, it's kind of like a foundation. It's called She Blazes. I don't know if I've told you about it before. Um, but She Blazes is a collaborative. It's an eight course dinner. It's all black women chefs. Um, and we make all these courses and pair it with wine made by black women. And we serve it and the proceeds, part of the proceeds goes to a charity that we pick every year. We've done it for the last two years. We have one coming up next year, next spring, Women's uh, Month. Do you travel? Will you travel? We've talked about that. I, I would love to. I think we should. You should come here. I have an Airbnb. And oh. Yes. And I've been wanting to do this outdoor culinary thing. And I think you all should come here and do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, we have such a good time. I we love that. That would be that it. would be so great to taste food. Okay, but you still haven't told me something amazing oh. you've eaten. Come on, you don't okay. get off that easy. Uh, Give me one thing. <laughs> um. Okay, so we went to Hirocho's once, and he had he. You know, I don't know if you know, it's a seafood, all seafood Mexican place, Mexican mm. restaurant. And uh, we had this wonderful bottle of mezcal. I have a picture of it because I can never pronounce the name. And then we had um, chili shrimp. And it was just literally shrimp that had been sauteed in all these like guajillo peppers and puya peppers and all these different things. But it wasn't too spicy and it wasn't, and it was just so buttery. Mm. And then he also serves these, um, little um oysters and they have also this chili garlic sauce on it butter on it and it's really good it's probably it's, one of my my favorite ways to eat oysters wow that's good because I, I and it's funny when earlier you said getting something you know to switch that you you know you wouldn't normally eat well mm -hmm. I remember trying oysters and I was like oh the texture I didn't like them but I went to Alabama last year and I had char broiled okay. oysters and they had this yeah. smoky and oh my gosh, I literally was eating them and eating the salt off the shell. <laughs> I was like, somebody get a picture of this. I cannot believe I am eating a oyster, so good. Mm -hmm. but it was, it was so, so good. So I love that. So, because I said, give me something amazing you've eaten and Sometimes we think it's the big thing, but when you love food, you said it was a, it's just a shrimp in a, in just a small cocktail, but you could taste the marinated flavors. You could taste mm -hmm. the um, buttery texture. Oh, I, I love that. I, I, I think for me, we were in, we were in Europe because my husband's retired military and we went, we, we found this little Greek restaurant. It's like a hole in the wall. And they made, I don't know, I guess it's like a Greek meatloaf, but it had cheese and the sasaki sauce and um, shallots and stuff all cooked up in this little bitty patty of a, what I would have called like a meatloaf. Yeah. And, but when you 
um, and I guess it was ground lamb. So when you took your fork and you went in there, what came out was life. <laughs> oh, see, it's just that, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the texture and the smell and the background flavors and the forefront flavors, like all of those things combined. And then like ambiance and service is a big one when I go out. Yeah. Sometimes the service makes the meal better. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's good. That's good. So I want to ask you, and I'm not going to hold you up long. I'm going to let you go ahead. Cause um, I think our viewer, our, our listeners, I'm saying viewers, I'm so used to being live, but our listeners are going to um, truly, truly, truly be blessed just by our conversation. So I know holidays are coming up. Is mm -hmm. there anything particular that you cook during the holidays? Do you do traditional? Do you try something different every year? What's cooking at Tasha's table for the holidays? So normally I do a gumbo. Ooh, okay. Christmas. I do a big giant pot of gumbo with crawfish and um, shrimp. I do a seafood gumbo. And uh, we had a whole bunch of crab legs, but my daughter confessed to me last year that she doesn't particularly like gumbo and her muffins. <laughs> oh, she said, I just like the crab legs. So this year I'm doing a surf and turf. I am uh, preparing short ribs. I'm going to braise them. Uh, and I'm doing crab legs and a potato gratin and some petite green beans and a salad. That's it. I am laughing. Do you want to know what my Christmas dinner is? What is it? Braised short ribs. See ya. They're I so am good. doing braised short ribs. And I was going to do crab legs, but they had lobster tails on sale. Okay. So about 10 lobster tails. There's only three of us. <laughs> and I am going to, um, we're going to have two lobster tails a piece. And then I'm going to cut up the other ones. And I'm either going to do a lobster bisque or mm -hmm. I'm going to do a lobster mac and cheese to go along with it. And yeah. I'm going to do um, asparagus, yep. um, grits, and then garlic mashed potatoes, because I like, I want my short ribs over cheesy grits. My daughter yeah. wants hers over um, mashed potatoes. So okay. that's um, what we're cooking. And it's so funny because I, um, Kenny, if you get a chance, I did him. He's a Somalia. And I asked him, what should I uh, marinate these braised um, short ribs in? And he told me a Cabernet. So Cabernet. it can really break the fat down in the meat. Mm -hmm. So I am looking forward to doing these braised short ribs because I really have never cooked them the way I'm going to try. I have nice. not. So I'm really, really excited about cooking them. So that's what we're having. It's going to be delicious. It's going to be so good. Take a picture. I want to see. I'm excited. I'm excited. Tasha, thank you so much for, yeah. um, for just thank showing you. up on the podcast. Thank you for the work that you do. Thank um, you. thank you for, um, having a business that you love and that you serve with, um, with such passion. Uh, like I said, I love my hometown, Kansas city, baby. I put on for my city. I love, I love my city. Um, uh, and, just keep doing I, I really believe I see Kansas City just growing and growing and doing great things and um just thank you for being an amazing voice an amazing hand and I ain't forgot about y'all chefs getting together we gotta we gotta talk offline from here <laughs> we have it's to talk mail. offline it's mail 
<laughs> yeah. So just do me a quick thing. How can the people reach out to you if they um, if they want to connect with you with your nonprofit or if they're in the Kansas City area and they want catering? Because let me tell y'all, she she throws down. I have used you. her and I and I will be using again. She does some amazing stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you can go to my website, cafejoelkc.com. Um, you can find me on Instagram under, uh, chef Natasha Ellington. Um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, cafe Joel Casey. Um, and so that's C A F E J O E L, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, it's homage to my grandmother. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah. thank you so much for being a part of the tell them sis show. And, thank you um, yes 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 so we look forward to our next conversation i know it will not be the last yes. who knows we may be talking what i might have to come where y'all at and do a live broadcast um with with all of y'all eating yes 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 we just may have to do that <laughs> that would be fun oh you would crack up <laughs> yes i know i would love that so thank you so much once again for being a part of the tell them sis show Thank you. Have a good one. Happy holidays. Okay, you too.